0: You're listening to Rewrite Your Mindset, a podcast for the female entrepreneur ready to up-level every area of her life so she can feel confident, empowered, and ready to make her mark on the world. We work on rewriting our inner dialogue script that's holding us back so we can start seeing results. Are you done playing it small and ready to create the life of abundance and impact you've been dreaming about? You're in the right place. Hey guys, are you feeling stuck or maybe you've been working towards something but haven't really seen any progress? You're saying the affirmations, you're envisioning your end result, but it just doesn't seem like it's actually ever going to happen. Today we're going to go over the top five reasons why you haven't manifested your desire yet and how to realign yourself so that you can. The first reason is you haven't gotten crystal clear on what it is that you want. So I'm going to read the next few statements off. See if you can tell me what's wrong with them. Number one is, I want a job I love. Number two is, I want to find my soulmate. Number three is, I want a million dollars. Now, there's nothing inherently wrong with any of these. But the problem is here when it comes to manifesting is you need to be really, really specific. And all of these are very vague statements. So unless you're driving right now, I want you to grab a pen and paper and we're going to do some magic together. So at the top of the page, I want you to write your current desire, whatever it is. And then below that, I want you to start envisioning whatever it is, down to the very last little detail. So go crazy here, because the more specific you are, the better and the quicker that you're going to manifest it. So I'm a crazy details person. I love examples. So I'm going to transform the statements that we said earlier and give you an example of what we're really looking for here. So the number one. Statement was I want a job I love. So let's turn that into I want a job that pays me enough so that I can live comfortably and still have extra funds for emergencies or savings. Bonus points here if you can actually do the math and get a specific number on what that would be, because that's different for everybody. I want a job where I feel loved and respected. I want to work in the office two days a week and work remotely the other three. I want to work 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. every day, giving me more than enough time with my kids in the afternoon. And do you see how specific this one is? We really went into the details here. So the second one was, I want to find my soulmate. So let's turn that into, I want to find my soulmate, someone who is kind and patient. Someone that helps me around the house without me having to ask. Someone with a great career that he absolutely loves and that gives him financial freedom. I want someone who likes going kayaking with me on the weekends or exploring the great outdoors. Someone that pushes me to be the very best version of myself. Someone that communicates openly, honestly, and often with me. list all of the things here. Get really, really clear on what that would look like. Number three is I want a million dollars. So let's turn that into I want to be making seven figures through multiple streams of income before I turn 35. Because this topic is money related, get really specific on why and your details. So if you were making seven figures, what would your budget look like? What would you be using that money for? What would your savings account look like? Would you donate to charities or would you invest some of it? Get really crystal clear here on the details. Now, the more time you spend here fleshing this whole thing out, getting all the little details, looking at it from every angle, the better. So, I want you to have this list, this very detailed list of your desire at the top of the page and then the details underneath it. And I want you to come back to this piece of paper every single day and visualize what it would be like if you were already there. How would it feel? What would it look like? Spend at least 10 to 15 minutes each day envisioning this. So you can carry it around in your wallet. You can put it in your pocket. You can put it on your mirror. So when you get ready every morning while you're brushing your teeth, you can go over and read every little detail. But take the time read over this list and then visualize this is really important here not we don't want to visualize it as in the future we want to visualize as if it's already here it's already manifested because we want to tap into that feeling of already receiving it once we do that it's so much easier to bring it into our lives and you might be asking me why here so The reason that we're writing this all down and getting really crystal clear is it's really, really hard to work towards a goal that doesn't have anything measurable. So you've now created crystal clear details on the thing you're wanting to manifest. That's going to help us move towards it. The other part is that When it comes to the law of attraction or like attracts like, what you spend time focusing on is what you're bringing towards you. The more time you spend visualizing this thing, the more you align yourself with it. So as a bonus tip, try attaching positive emotions to your desire when you visualize it, when you read over this list every day. So when we think of positive emotions, we think of things like excitement, love, happiness, strength. Joy. Emotions help strengthen your vibration and make the ability to manifest things even stronger. This is because our mood is directly affected by our emotions. So if you're feeling down or somebody just told you bad news, you probably feel heavy, like it was a weight. Whereas if you're feeling excited or love or joy or things like that, it's a lighter feeling. You feel capable of action and moving and Excitement usually means you can't hold still, right? So our emotions are going to directly affect our mood. And therefore, when we tap into those emotions of already receiving it, already having it, that happiness, that joy, we're then getting on the same vibration as bringing that thing into existence. But in another way, it also makes us feel as if we're stepping into the person that we need to become to have those things so the person that already has that the version of ourselves in the future that already has that item or has that experience is going to be feeling all of these things and we're working towards getting there one step at a time so if we can align our vibration and our feeling and the emotions and everything beforehand we're just one step closer to getting it Okay, so let's jump into reason number two. Reason number two is you are focusing on the things you don't want instead of the things you do. So when we got to the details of the items above, it helped us to visualize the things we wanted to give us a clear target of where we wanted to go and what we wanted it to look like. The most common thing, though, to derail us from getting it is focusing on what we don't want instead of the end result. So whatever we focus on, we attract towards us, whether it's negative or positive. If you focus on lack or the fact that you don't have it, your subconscious is going to look for more lack and more opportunities of lack. So for instance, have you ever purchased a car and then noticed just how many of them are driving on the road? It's because what you focus on, your subconscious is going to look for more of. So you just bought this brand new shiny car. You absolutely love it. You have fallen in love with this new vehicle, the color, the model, everything. And now you start seeing them everywhere. It's not that there were less on the road before you purchased yours. It's just that you weren't paying attention. But because you just brought this into your life, your subconscious is going to look for more of those things because it thinks those are the things. When you focus on things, your brain thinks that you want more of that thing. So when you buy a new item, you're suddenly going to start seeing it everywhere. Our first example desire was, I want a job I love. Now, if you chose something similar to this, maybe it's because you hate your current job. Your coworkers are toxic. Maybe your boss is never happy with you or with anybody. Maybe the hours you work make it really difficult to spend time with your family or your friends or have one-on-one time with your kids. Whatever it is, make sure you're not feeding into more of that. Now, what do I mean by that? I mean that thoughts and words are energy. Remember, everything is energy. And the energy can either feed your desires or your torment. It's your choice here. So you will feed into your current situation the more that you focus on it. That means complaining to coworkers, repeating to yourself how much you hate your job. If you have a negative affirmation in your brain of, I hate this job, I hate this job, I hate this job. Or you spend most of your time visualizing what it would look like if maybe you punched your boss in the face, which obviously is not a good idea. These may Im- initially feel good. It may be your comfort zone here, it may help you cope with things. But every second you spend on doing these negative things is refueling them because Your focus is where you're placing your energy. So you're refueling those items. You're saying, I want more of this. Because that's what you're focusing on. So to combat this, we want to start practicing awareness of our thoughts. When you find yourself in one of these negative spirals or event sessions, interrupt it and focus on the things that you do want. So turn the thought of my boss is you know, this terrible person to my next boss is going to be so supportive. I'm so grateful for that. In a way, you can start flipping the script here. So you're just gaining more clarity on the things that you do want to see in your next job. And all of the examples before you right now that you're going through, the things that you hate, the things you don't like, you can start adding those things you do want to see to your list that we wrote down. So maybe currently one of your chief complaints is that you absolutely hate your coworkers. So when you write down your desires list, when it, you know you have at the very top, it's I want a job that I absolutely love. Maybe the, one of the items down below when you got on the crystal clear details was I want coworkers that I feel supported by or that I really bond with or wh- whatever it is that you're looking for. Find your current situation. So when you're in that negative spiral, use it to fuel what you do want to see so that you can focus on that instead. Think of your thoughts and words as placing an order with the universe. So it doesn't understand words, no, don't, can't, shouldn't, those kind of things. It's basically going to bring you anything you ask for. And what I mean by ask for is what you visualize or focus on. So the phrase, I don't want to work in a toxic work environment, really translates to I want to work in a toxic work environment and I want more situations like this. Even though you said don't, when you say toxic work environment, what comes to mind? The good good environment you want or the bad one that you currently have? Probably the bad one, right? Because when we say these words, we're creating the picture in our mind. And even if you say don't, you're probably focusing on the lack mindset or the negative aspects of what's in front of you and saying, I don't want more of this. When really we need to start visualizing and picturing the kind of environment we do want. So if we say, I want a job where I feel appreciated, We're basically placing that order and saying, I want to feel appreciated and I want more situations where I feel heard, appreciated, loved, respected. Does that make sense? So we want to make sure that when we ask for things or we focus on what we do want, that we're really visualizing the positive end result, not the situations that we don't want more of. If any of your statements have the words no, don't, can't, won't, those kind of things, that's a good red flag that you should probably reword it so that you're focusing on what you do want instead of the things that you don't. All right, number three is you don't believe that you actually can. Third reason on why you're not manifesting your current desire is because consciously or subconsciously, you don't actually believe that you can. And back to that famous Henry Ford quote, which is one of my all-time favorites, whether you, whether you think you can or think you can't, either way, you're right. So do me a favor here, just for today, act as if you are capable of anything, as if your success is inevitable, Go through today acting as if everything is realigning in your favor. Repeat that tomorrow. All right, number four is you are frozen in in action. So we've gained clarity on what we want. We've visualized every detail. We're focusing on what we want to see instead of what we don't. Perfect, perfect, perfect The next step is taking action no matter how small. So try and do one small thing each day that helps you towards your goal. Never underestimate what a small step each day can accumulate up to. So if you only wrote 200 words a day, you'd have a book in a year. If your desire was to have a job you love, what's something you can do today to work towards that? Is it cleaning up your resume? Spending time searching for what kind of qualifications you'll need for that next job. Searching for job openings in your area. Show up for yourself and that desire in kind every single day. A good rule of thumb is to constantly ask yourself, is what I'm doing now helping me reach my goal? If the answer is no, make a shift. I was talking to my sister-in-law the other day about... How it's so, so important, especially when it comes to your career, your job, that you love what you do. And there's a difference between staying in a job right now because you're comfortable or you're not sure what the next step is. And just working that until the day that you die. Or taking a job that maybe you're not happy with or maybe isn't like a long, long long-term thing. But it's helping you as a stepping stone to get to the next step. So if you have no experience in your current field and you know it would be easier if you had a year's worth underneath your belt, go work that job for a year. You may hate it. It may not be the best job in the world or it can be super underwhelming or unexciting, but it's helping you go to the next step. So it's okay if you're doing things to help you reach your goal. It's not okay if you're just standing there in, in action. Because you're scared of taking the next step. Or you're just going to stay there because... Back to number three. You don't believe you can actually take the leap into the next realm. Or the next job. Or what, whatever that next thing is. So ask yourself, is what I'm doing now helping me reach my goal? And what can I do now to help me get one step closer, even if it's super small, even if it's cleaning up your resume, or working on getting referrals, or um, looking at different job openings, or those kind of things. Those are still steps in the right direction. Okay, so we talked about action. So let's dive into number five. Number five is you aren't acting as if, and let me explain what I mean here. One of the best things you can do when taking daily action is to also start acting as if. This helps us visualize what it will be like when we get there and helps us start embodying the person we want to become. So remember that I talked about stepping into the next version of yourself that has already achieved that thing. We want to start acting as if we are already that person. This is Back to tapping into that emotion, that vibration, that up-leveling part. So ask yourself, how would the version of you that has achieved that desire act? How would she talk? How would she hold herself? What would her daily habits be? Now go back to the visualizing part and get really specific here. What would her day look like? Now now that we've looked at how it's going to look like in the future, take a look at your current self, your current habits, your current vibration. What's the difference? There are some things that will probably be the same. Um, it, it doesn't mean you have to have a complete life overhaul. But there are probably some other key areas or key habits that are going to be different. This may be a boost in self-confidence, holding yourself up while you're walking, while you're talking to others, having more clarity in what you have to say. Maybe it's daily habits as in taking care of yourself, going to the gym, eating better, not staying up until three o'clock in the morning, binge watching Netflix, I don't know. (laughs) So Go over your current daily habits and see, would you still have these things? Would you still do these things? If you are that next version of yourself, if you had already stepped in and achieved that desire, would you still be doing these things? And a lot of the times, these are the little things that we can start shifting now. So if we have a better work-life balance in the future, maybe we can start making changes now. The question here is not, focusing on the lack or the availability. So a lot of the times people argue here that the next version of yourself or the one that already has the, you know, the job that's bringing in seven figures also has the money. Now, this is really specific, also has the money to pay for all the extra things, They have the money to pay for the gym membership. They have the money that allows them to spend more time at home. They have blah, blah, blah. And it's really easy to get into the lack mindset and think, well, I don't have these things, so I can't possibly do that. Instead of focusing on what you don't have and saying, I can't because I don't have blank, I want you to instead ask yourself, how can I? Now, maybe this means that you don't have the money to go to the gym membership or pay for the gym membership and go there, whatever whatever you're visualizing is, once a day, once a week. But how can you still make time for that exercise or that self-care? Is there another way? When we start shifting from, I can't because statements, which are very final, and we start shifting into how can I, we start suddenly finding solutions or other options. Maybe that means that you're going to work out from home. Maybe that means you're going to carve out time during your lunch hour. Maybe that means that you're going to come up with some other creative method that does not cost money or does not Require that thing that you're so focused on the lack of. And when we get creative here, we start getting creative with those action steps that I was talking about earlier, which means we're making forward progress. So instead of saying, I didn't achieve this because I don't have blank, you can start saying, I achieved this despite. Blank. Now, very subtle shift in words here, but so much more empowering. And you feel like you have control with the second one. You have a chance. There's hope. So let's go with the second option. How can you? Despite whatever it is, how can you? And suddenly, you're going to come up with all these creative answers and you're going to still achieve whatever it is. And it's going to feel even better. Because despite all those things that you thought were holding you back, you still made it happen. So maybe, let's look at a different example. Maybe your dream job is leading a team of people of your own. Let's go back to the nitty gritty details. What kind of qualities would that higher version of yourself need to have to lead a team of her own? would she need to be more confident more articulate more organized how can you start practicing those things now notice i said how how can you start practicing those traits now how can you act on those things already if your desire was finding a soulmate, how would you act if you already had them Would you have more confidence? Would you be happier throughout the day knowing you already had found your true love? Would you get excited at coming home every day from work? Would you go out and do more things? Start taking better care of yourself or spending more time on your appearance or what you're wearing or things, whatever it is. This is different from everybody. I don't, I'm not saying you have to you know nitpick your appearance or things like that just like think about it if you had a significant other if you had your soulmate if you enjoyed your life and felt fulfilled like this is the last thing you need in your life what would you do on a day-to-day basis this is a thing like when you're single you probably let things slide and you probably haven't shaved in several weeks and You know, you do these things that you're just like, well, it doesn't matter because I don't have a boyfriend or a significant other or partner or whatever. So what's it matter? This is the trap right here. This is the trap. As we start getting too comfortable in our current realm, in our current situation, so we don't start embodying the person that we would need to be to change things up. Because we feel like it doesn't matter. It totally matters. Because when we start doing those things that we would if we had already achieved that desire, we are embodying that next level of ourselves. But we're also getting closer and closer to having it. So I want to give you an example here. If your dream was to lead a team of your own, but you're currently a little bit, um, you're, not, you're not confident in the way that you talk to others or like managing things, or maybe you feel a little disorganized right now. But you know, if you had the opportunity, you would change. If you had the opportunity to have this thing, then you would start, you know, reevaluating how you do things, or you'd clean up your act, or whatever it is. Now, I want you to imagine that that opportunity is already there, but it's waiting for you to show up as that, that perfect person to fill the opportunity. So let's pretend that your boss already knows this opportunity is coming, and they're starting to look at everybody on their team to see who would be best to fill the role, Now, do you think they're going to pick the person that, you know, maybe isn't the greatest fit right now, but has the opportunity to be, you know, they just need the opportunity before they start changing? Or are they going to pick the person that already shows all of those qualities, already shows that they're crazy organized, already shows that they're a great negotiator, already has that visual that they can handle this? So... Is it so far a stretch that by embodying that person right now is going to help you get to the next step? In the same way, when looking for your soulmate, do you think it's going to be easier to find them in your house where you spend every evening by yourself and watching TV? not really going out and just kind of being sad because maybe you had a really bad breakup or you just don't feel as confident anymore, blah, blah, blah. Or do you think it's going to be easier when you start going out and having fun and spending time with your friends and doing the things that you love the most? It's going to be easier to find that other person if you're already in your element, if you're already confident, if you're already at peace with who you are and you start falling in love with who you are as a person doing that self-care and that self-love and showing up whether or not they're there or not i hope this is starting to make sense now the last desire was having a million dollars so what's the seven figure earning version of yourself look like What does she act like? Would she be super close and personal with her own money? Would she spend more time on her finances than you currently do? And maybe being honest with herself at where she was at financially? Like taking into consideration. If she had seven figures coming in, would she spend more time looking at her current money, determining where it's going to go, investing that, spending time looking at her bills, and how much she has extra, and the things you can do with it. Now, there's no right answer. None of these have right answers, right? Because it's up to you to decide what that looks like. But a lot of the time, the disconnect is in your current action, your current day-to-day habits. So does the six or seven-figure-earning version of yourself take her job more seriously does she pour more energy into diversifying her streams of revenue does she spend more time um, looking into like a financial advisor or looking at her options or does she you know look at your day-to-day habits and what's the difference now than what it could be And where can you start making the shifts and the changes? We often think that we're not going to make these shifts and changes until we have that thing or have that opportunity. When really, we have to start acting as if first before we can get there. So if you're currently in a lot of debt, and so having a million dollars is one of your desires because you want to get out of your current financial situation, we often look at people that have seven, are earning seven figures or eight figures. And we're like, well, you know, they just have it easy because they've always been rich. But everybody started, you know, at this point where they didn't have that. Now, maybe they got family for money or maybe they had this opportunity. Or you can blame it on external circumstances. But I'm talking about people that have this ongoing income and stay there. Because if you, if, you aren't, if you aren't spending your time being financially savvy or taking care of your finances or being responsible financially, you're probably not going to stay in that position even if you get a large windfall, right? We've seen this with lottery winners. They get millions of dollars. They blow it all. And then they're right back where they started or even more in debt. So the people that can stay in that area where they're making a lot of money and they're being financially responsible and they're not blowing all of the money or being, you know, just going crazy and then, you know, they need a bailout again. It's probably because they already had a good head on their shoulders when it came to finances or... They had been taught how to make good financial choices or invest in things or to, you know, work with a financial advisor. So it's not that they just got this overnight, right? They already had that mindset. They already spent their time focusing on this and learning how to be good with money and those kind of things. So if you start now... How quickly do you think it will take you to get to that end result? Instead of waiting until you already have the money, what if you started now? Okay, so this works for every single desire you could possibly want, whether it's finding your soulmate, having a million dollars, finding a job you love, taking that trip to Italy, building that business, you know, whatever it is. I want you to feel realigned with whatever it is you're trying to manifest. So to recap, one through five, the top reasons on when you probably haven't manifested your desire yet. Number one is because you haven't gotten clarity. You've not gotten specific. Number two is you're focusing on what you don't want instead of what you want. Let's take a shift here. Shift and look at the things that we do want. What does that look like? Number three is believing in ourselves. So whether you think you can or think you can't, either way you're right, know that it's possible. Number four is take inspired daily. Daily is key here. Daily action towards that goal. What can you do today to get you one step closer? How can you achieve shifting into that higher version of yourself to get there. There's always some little action that you can take and you will be surprised how quickly those little actions add up. Last but not least, number five is acting as if. Looking at what your daily habits could change to tap and step into the higher version of yourself that's already achieved that desire. So if you For any reason, start to feel stuck again. Come back. Re-listen to this episode for another pick-me-up. See where you fell off track. And then I cannot wait to see you reach that next milestone. So feel free to tag me or send me a message when you achieve your desire. I'm so, so proud of you for tuning in today. I hope this video helped you. Or this not this video, this episode. Um, helped you. And if you know someone who might need to hear this message, share this episode with them. So go out there, realign yourself, steps one through five, and manifest your desire. And until then, stay your magical self. Thank you so much for tuning in today to the Rewrite Your Mindset podcast. If you loved what you heard today, make sure you click on that subscribe button. Have a major aha moment? I'd love for you to take a screenshot of today's episode and share it on social media. Don't forget to tag me at Rewrite Your Mindset so I can celebrate this breakthrough with you. Until then.